Hey everybody, this is Alex and this is Lunchbox Radio Sunday Edition. Now, this is probably going to be a super short one because it's just a small nugget of an idea. It's not necessarily a huge idea, but that's what these are for. But if you want to listen to another short little podcast um, on this feed, definitely go check out the um, episode before this, which is all about what I'm watching this season, which is just a brief overview of... Of straight up the shows I'm watching. The shows that I'm watching that are coming up. That are news this season in some way. Um, so definitely go check that out. And go check out my episode all about that movie. The Deer King. Um, which I don't think it's in theaters anymore. Unfortunately. But um, definitely go check out those two episodes. And let's get right to it. So this time I caught myself thinking about something. Literally the night before I'm recording this. I'm recording this. Um, early Sunday, because it comes out Sunday, and sometimes these don't come to me that quickly. Or they come to me and I forget about them, and then they come back to me. Or, or something else comes to me to talk about on the Sunday edition. And this time, it's the concept of anime as escapism. Now, when we're all kids, or some of, you, or some of my listeners, I hope, are still kids, if not kids at heart, um... There's a weird period where you as a kid get really into something and either your parents are like, oh no, this is totally healthy, this is like a healthy thing, or they get very worried very quickly. And oftentimes when kids get into anime, there's like a period of worry. A, because of all the like dark corners of the internet that offer just a lot of filthy, filthy things. Around anime, hentai, porn games, the whole nine. But also because... Anime seems like a very solitary hobby. It seems like a very... Lonely thing to be into. And in many ways, it is. Um, Hilariously, the ways that it isn't are like... Just like... You don't get it until you are, until you're doing it first person, like, (laughs) many of us will have a story, if you don't already, trust me, you'll get there, about, like, acquiring a hentai DVD and watching it with your friends (laughs) in a very, are you watching porn by yourself? No, I'm with the science team scenario that is hilarious, and it's like, I have never had a scenario like that occur in which the guys were the ones who suggested it. It is oh, The guys of the group were the ones who suggested it. Always a girl who's like, oh yeah, let's let's go get weird hentai and watch it as like a friend group. In the most uncomfortable. And like, yeah, sure. Why are we not doing this? Um, I also involved donating a um, dollar to the to the donation guy on the corner because he would explain a very complicated sculpture to us in a very over-the-top manner. It was it was amazing. It was summer in New York. Um, in the early aughts, it, it was a weird time. Um, but 
on that note, one of the reasons that lots of people get into anime is boredom with your own life or escapism. And what I mean by that is that, like, it's a way to... It's a way to not deal with what's in front of you. And there's tons of stories about, like, being super depressed and watching anime and coming out of it. Or being super depressed and not watching anime. But... So much about what anime fan... About what otaku and, and, like, newly minted anime fans who aren't quite to the otaku levels yet like about anime is that it's not the real world. And so the and actually the thing that if I think about it made me think about this the most is there was an article a while back about um young people in Japan who aren't mar- who aren't marrying humans, they're marrying fictional characters. And there's also this like pretty common have it on thing you can find on a block called Sankaku Complex. It's like a that it's like a deep, it's a deep anime blog. I should really check. And I mean, I just saw a Twitter post from them earlier, so I bet that they're still a thing. But some a pretty common post on there is anime fans celebrating their favorite character's um, birthday, and that. And everybody sees that and they freak out and they think like, oh, these people are rejecting reality. And they, but what people don't think is that like, uh, maybe what people, it's not that they don't think anymore, it's that they didn't think. It's that people don't like need to accept reality, that reality doesn't suck. And by like having this, Reality is the best course at all times. Um, mindset, they end up like... A, missing out on just a lot of fun. B, that kind of like... You shouldn't live in a fantasy world. Usually that falls away at some point for the, the person saying that. Lots of times around something technically more serious. Like... That person could read tons of fantasy books and be perfectly fine with that. And, like, as soon as they see, oh, weird cartoons from another country, like, the hackles come up. Or come out, or however that goes. Um, but... It's not... It's not that you want to exclusively avoid the real world. It's that... Sometimes you want something that brings you just, like, pure joy that isn't, um, that isn't, like, a, that that, that pure joy isn't compromised in some way, that it's exactly what you're looking for, and when you find that, you want to kind of, like, hold on to that, and that's fine. You know, if, you know... People make fun of you for, and I'm always stunned that this still fucking happens, because the internet is so into anime in a way that's like, stuns me as a kid who, as a 
as a now grown man who is still very much an otaku who doesn't who like did not grow up with this environment of like oh my hero academia is cool as shit oh like people love this stuff like in my era like i was i was one of a small group of very strange children <laughs> of like increasingly strange children of like my best friend one of my best friends in middle school i'm pretty sure kept ending up in the in the um nurse's office because she saw it in an anime like she she just had like a dysfunctional life because she was like unconsciously modeling after like a anime schoolgirl character she saw somewhere which was a wild thing to understand um but some people need that escapism sometimes some people need like a distance from real life in order to um in order to not go crazy and some people need that for a period of time and then they don't other people need it periodically and then they don't and oftentimes when your life sucks if you can just for a second focus on something that doesn't it it takes the it takes the it takes the sting away for a moment and then you can keep going and that's that's a not un that's a not that's a not ungood thing because everybody always acts like you want to like everybody always acts like this like the suffering the, the like the annoyance all this stuff a has to be that way and b like you should just suffer through it and like you should suffer through it and take it seriously and all that other bullshit but if that doesn't sound right it's probably not right like the like the fact that something is causing you genuine annoyance and pain should not be accepted as just like this is the way it is. No, why, why, what, why does this have to feel like I'm being punched in the head psychically constantly? That should not be. And like, I have long lived by very specific creed in in general, like, if it's not, if you're not hurting anybody, it's probably fine. Like, it's probably fine. Like, if you're not actively, like, aggressively hurting people, you're probably fine. Like, it, it, it doesn't, if you're not causing pain to something or someone, it, to, to a thing with a heartbeat... Somehow, it, you, odds are on the grand scheme, it doesn't super matter. And like, yes, yes, I mean like, like physical and emotional and all that. And like, I mean the full range of pain. Like, it, 
I'm not saying go out and carve a slur into a tree and then wait for the right person to see it. That's that's that still inflicts that still like wrecks somebody's day down the line there. And also the tree. Um but which is alive. But like if you just wanna like hang out for like a Saturday and watch some anime that's fine. One of the things that I learned about, and this is for this is for my young otaku audience. One of the things I learned when I, as I grew up, was an astonishing amount of the stuff that you feel that the adults in your life. yell at you to do now doesn't really need to happen that second. It just doesn't. Nothing bad will happen. Generally speaking, very little bad will happen in the 20 minutes it'll take you to watch an episode. Or even the 40 minutes, 40 to 60 minutes it'll take you to watch one to three episodes. Or two to three episodes. So, and usually when all that stuff happens, you, usually when something bad will happen in that amount of time, you can kind of tell, like, it's very clear. So, like, the cost of 20 minutes of escapism, the cost of even, like, an hour or two or a whole day of escapism watching anime is not... It's not actually all that high. Like, it's not so much that, like, you can do it tomorrow and it will be fine. But it's more, you can, if there's no timetable set, generally you can, like, do, you can, like, take your time and do what you want to do. And, like, engage in, like, your nerdy fandoms and hobbies and all this other stuff. Um, uh, the last thing I'll say, and then I'll, I'll probably leave it off here. I listened to Waypoint Radio, and they were talking about, um, like, dad energy. Like, real dad, real dad energy hobbies. Like, speaker systems and repairing cars and all that stuff. And... Rob Zachney said something really interesting. He said, like, I think we ascribe this kind of, like, hobbyist energy, this, like, aggressive hobbyist energy of, like, craft brew, of craft beer brewing and, like, sound systems and shit too much to dads. And he, he brought up something really interesting. He said, when... <clears throat> when... People's lives stabilized. He, wa- he watched like a home repair show that, that demonstrated this. Um, when people's lives stabilize, they tend to like take all that energy they were spending on like focusing on getting by and to use that energy to direct it towards something else. And the way he demonstrated it was pretty funny. He said, like, I forget what the name of the show was, but he... Um, 
he sh- he did this thing where I think like a bunch of people like built their own houses as part of this like home renovation show, and then they checked in on the neighborhood like six months after they had built their house, and they now owned they now lived in a house that they built and owned, and like. Fully five, fully like five out of six of the ones they showed apparently had installed a banging sound system, like a really big deal, awesome sound system. Subwoofers everywhere, the works. And that's like traditionally a very, not just dad trait, but like a very fatherly trait, and a, a very male thing to do. And his point was, like, I think, I don't think it's just, like, dads from the, like, 1950s-style nuclear family fathers who do this shit. I think everybody would if they had, if they had some sort of opportunity. I mean, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know that I've gotten big into 3D printing. I, I've started collecting watches. Like, I... I have enough stability in my life where I can <clears throat> start to think about that shit. And I did that to myself on purpose. Like, I set myself up to have that kind of, like, fairly stable universe of a life. And if I had to guess, I would say that, like, fandoms, not just anime fandom, whether, whether you're a fan of be Star Wars, Harry Potter, God help you, um, sh- shame about that turf problem, um, <laughs> or whatever it is, whether you like, um, Lisa Frank notebooks or whatever, notebook style il- illustrations, um, that's oftentimes, like, an admission of something you really like and that you would pour more time into if you could. And if you can afford a $5, if you can afford and it's worth a $5 or $6 Crunchyroll subscription to like be able to watch anime every once in a while, that's fine. Don't let people tell you that just because you like it and it's fun and it's escapism and it's bad. The concept of escapism is not bad. The attitude towards it is the worry that that is all you will ever want or need. And... What people ignore, and what people ignored in this story about people, about um, young people in Japan marrying fictional characters, is the environment in which those fic, like that, was a viable thing, which, in which that was a thing that, in which people needed, in which people were. So bothered by the status quo that they 
felt that they wanted more something that didn't exist over any other real world option. And that doesn't take much to that, especially in Japan, that doesn't take much, especially in anywhere really, that doesn't take much to get there. I mean, if, if you're an anime fan and you've been made fun of for watching anime for a long time, you can see why you might not be super interested in pursuing a relationship with a girl who, like, seems ostensibly normal. Like, because you... Everybody always wants to say, and I, I always want to say constantly, like, use your words... Go, like, figure it out, use your words, be a, be a, like, to ask somebody out. But that's a huge emotional risk. And as much as all of us, as much as, like, anybody outside of you will say, use your words, just ask the girl the question, just ask the person the question. If you are, if you're not the one asking... That's a very easy thing to say to somebody. But if you are like emotionally invested in the outcome of that thing, you know, sometimes you just like sit down, don't use your words, and you turn on something to watch, and then you sit there and you watch it for three days. And then eventually you get to the place where you stop caring. Um, or you get to the place where you're like, okay, I need a giant gesture. And then you're um, more than friends, less than a couple romantic interest um goes and leaves her jacket at the supermarket you walk in the rain both ways to go get it just so you can have the perfect moment the perfect moment to ask her to go out with you then you go out for two years um (laughs) and have a lot of fun um that's a real that's a real way i asked my um one of my girlfriends to like be my girlfriend at the time. I was, I was very not confident she would say yes, although I, I should have been very confident she would say yes. I, in hindsight, was, was the moron. But, like, that... All that emotional labor, sometimes you just need a break. Or sometimes you want to see a, you know, a functional relationship. Sometimes you want to see a dysfunctional relationship. And people need to stop shaming people for what for a what they like. Once again, if it's not hurting anyone or anything, it probably barely matters. Um, and to everybody has their thing. Whether they realize it or not, everybody has their thing. Some people have more things than others. But everybody has their thing that, like, oh, I really like this. Other people will think it's weird that I like this. But that's fine. And, like, the when people level the, oh, that's just cheap escapism thing at you, it doesn't really matter. Like, it, it it's... That kind of escapism is valuable and therapeutic in the way that 
in a way that it's not like anything and like anything all things in moderation are pretty okay and on that note um this is where I'm gonna end it um if you like this episode I know this episode was really scattered and like high up in the clouds um new episodes come out every Thursday and every other Sunday Sunday editions are more like this. They're more conceptual. They're more about fandom. They're more about, you know, the industry and concepts and stuff like that. The third day editions are usually more focused on a single series. Occasionally I'll do things like, um, usually once a season I try to do something like um, what I'm watching or occasionally I'll do like a, Something where it needs several, where it needs step. Well, I need to pull from several series to like make the point. Um, if you want a good example of that lately, I encourage you to go listen to the episode all about the ram, the potential ramifications of the Supreme Court Roe versus Wade decision. Um, in which I use a bunch of, I use a, I use a bunch of sources to check the work on the possibilities of. Why forcing women to have children probably ain't a great move. Um, but on that note, I have been Alec. This has been Lunchbox Radio Sunday Edition, and I will talk to you on Thursday.